This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to our weekly podcast. I'm Abhinandan Sekri and joining me on the panel today I have Faye D'Souza. Hi Faye. Hi, it's an awesome it's a pleasure to be on News Laundry guys. Thanks for keeping news free. Oh, thank you for your support and your good wishes and your appearance at the Media Rumble last year. I hope you'll be there this year as well. We shall send you an invite. Yes. And yes, for sure. We hope for sure. you shall stay for dinner. I think you left before dinner last time, right? No, I completely stayed for the dinner last time. Oh, you did? Okay. I guess yes. I was too you stressed. Too drunk. Uh, too drunk, <laughs> right. My ass. <laughs> to notice. So, uh, but Before uh, I introduce the rest of the panel today, just have a couple of announcements. Uh, we will be recording a live hafta episode for 263 for those of you who don't know. Today in fact uh, is the 7th of Feb and News Laundry turns 8 today. So Oh really? Yeah. See no where's, one knows. Where's the cake? <laughs> Pata nahi. What? Yes. Is, is that your big celebration? well it's not a big celebration it was to be today but because the delhi polls are t- tomorrow and there's just too much hecticity happening we will have the our 8th birthday live hafta recording next week mm-hmm. that's saturday the 15th of february at 3 pm at a place called bedlam at hoskhas village oh. to register for this event you go to news laundry social media handle you register this is only open for subscribers so if you're a news laundry subscriber and you have paid to keep news free then you can be there we'll have a panel on stage we will have a hafta regular hafta recording we'll also take questions from all of you a discussion you can be part of the hafta and after that we'll have some tea and snacks some goodies jo hamari aukat hai wo aapko khila pila denge <laughs> but only for news laundry subscribers so definitely check out this will be the pinned tweet all of this week and it'll be up there on our social media handles so do register uh, if you're a subscriber if you're not a subscriber sorry you'll have to watch it on youtube or whatever facebook it'll be live On that note, let me introduce the rest of the panel. We have here Mehraj, our very own editors in house and Manisha. Hello. Joining us on the phone line from Patna is Anand Hyanand. Hello. Okay, great. So, uh, before we get on with the headlines, Faye, what are you doing? Let me introduce yes. you for those people which are very few, I'm sure, but who don't know you who you are. Faye Rizuda is a very prominent journalist. She had been the face of Miranaw for the longest time. she has quit a few months ago and i am curious to know what you are doing now fave with your time and what is it this new gig you're planning you already have a show i believe on boom right yes so mm. i'm doing a show with boom boom's a fact checking website and so we've uh, sort of decided to combine our forces for a weekly or a bi-weekly show but uh, my time i'm actually spending right now working on a startup okay. um, my startup would be focused at just giving out information and news to india's people uh there's an entire i believe a generation of young people that perhaps not talking to or just simply informing and that's the force for me to inform india's young people so basically you're going to be putting out news uh through but i mean you're not sharing very much about what is the format what is this thing i guess you're no so uh we'll actually be i i want to be across all formats because i believe and you know we know this now um outside there used to be a time when there was print and there was magazine and there was television and you had to qualify what kind of journalist you were but now i believe with the internet all of those walls have come down and it makes most sense to be in as many formats as possible uh and to be in as many you know the duration formats as possible as well everything from 30 seconds to like a 1 hour 2 hour um you know long form stuff so 
actually the aim will be to be across all social media across all platforms across all formats and right. to reach as many people as possible so uh, clearly of course you you know got your news credentials uh, before you were with mirror now you've uh, recorded for print you've worked for et as well and um, yes. cnbc uh, but i mean the news format the storytelling i'm sure you got down pat but what do you think of the revenue model one would have to follow are you looking at a subscription driven model are you looking at an advertising driven model because that's the tricky one right the world over people are news entrepreneurs are kind of grappling with what is the solution to that so i think uh, and i agree with what news laundry does as well i think that the future for news will have to be subscriber driven it will have to people who buy the news and who use this as a service have to start paying for that news because if you're not paying for it then somebody else is paying for it and then that service is now uh, let's say serving the interest of the advertiser hmm. uh, in, in most cases and not the viewer/reader and that is perhaps the big risk at this point so i do believe that the future does i mean completely rely on you know news that customers that service uh, you know the receivers are paying for because the truth is and i'm you know i'm now going to be very candid about it if you want news for free arnab will yell at you for free every night right the public is free to air right that's free news because somebody else is paying for it uh, but if you want news that treats you and your intellect with respect and dignity you're going to have to start i mean at the end of the day journalists also have to eat they have to yes. run their houses so if we want talented you know people to give us their time and to you know make this their career we have to find ways to pay them and to and, make it worth their while and eating to baat ki baat hai in today's day and age first they have to be insured to premium bhi aajkal kafi high ja rahe hain so uh, <laughs> yeah so that's why we say pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served when advertisers pay yes advertisers served and when fake comes up with her startup we request all our listeners do support her startup she has done some stellar work and i personally can say that she is a journalist of worth who we should try to nurture with whatever inputs oh, we can you. so yeah news only listeners watch out for phase new startup now manisha what uh, what what made the headlines other than the delhi polls which have i'm just dying for them to get over let's just well delhi polls get over tomorrow we're recording this half on a friday so by the time you would have heard this we would have voted in delhi and it was a bitterly fought election uh, lots of jibes of uh, traitor con or terrorist con uh, flying around uh, in the midst of which arvind kejriwal recited hanuman chalisa and told us he's a real hindu um he sang it yeah he sang it and i had to sing it he tried to sing it shri guru charan saroj raj nij man mukur sudhar bar nau raghubar bimal yash jodayak phal char so that's that's pretty much actually what captured news and uh, prakash javadekar's comment calling uh, arvind kejriwal a terrorist and anarchist that really actually, got it was even... first uh, who said it and then he backed it up the thinking was that he will say no he's not uh, he was called a terrorist by someone else by not i think by the uh, sahib singh verma son or one of the other motor mouths i think it was javadekar that no, javadekar no? then backed it he says ha okay. sahi to kai wo terrorist nahi to aur kya he said uh, he's a terrorist because he is an anarchist Haan, so wo, the two were the one of the wo, same wo actually, 
we'll yeah. discuss that. Then the, uh, the Delhi police gave a rather bizarre press conference where they said the Jamia shooter, the Shaheen Bagh shooter, is an AAP member. That's because there's one picture of him at one of the AAP functions. Following which, the election commission, actually Delhi election commission, said that this was an irresponsible statement and could harm the election. So he's been taken off his election duty. Uh, the prime minister has uh, given his nod. The prime minister, along with the cabinet, has given its nod for the Ram Temple in Ayodhya for the the Dish. Temple Trust that would be. That, that was announced in the parliament. Umar Abdullah and Mahbuba Mufti have been slapped with the Draconian Public Safety Act. That was very alarming. Uh, we'll explain what that yeah. is and the implications. But before that, yeah. regarding that uh, Ram Temple, the trust, there was a mysterious full-page ad that appeared only in the Delhi editions of newspapers. A full-page congratulating the Prime Minister on this. And I was looking, is this a government ad? Is it a BJP ad? But it was none of those. It was just a trust and it was only in Delhi. So clearly aimed at Delhi election. And Atul has done a very good, remarkable report. Yeah, we are having it up in English also today. Later It'll today. be up in English today. It's already up in Hindi. Of Who is this trust that has issued this ad? And you should check that out. Kerala government has declared coronavirus as a state calamity after three people have tested positive. In international news, Trump has been acquitted by Senate in impeachment trial. Uh, Bodor called to bring Narendra Modi to a Sam for first time since anti-CA protests began. I think he was welcomed with some one lakh lamps or something yesterday. Hmm. He was tweeting pictures. The really bizarre case of sedition goes on in Bidar where uh, school kids are being questioned over a play. Uh, one of the school kid uh, mother is in jail she hasn't gotten bail and the principal also I think is being questioned it's a really bizarre case that we can discuss um, BJP has issued a show cause notice to Anand Kumar Hegde over his remarks in freedom movement which was basically he said Gandhi that, that freedom movement he didn't name Gandhi he says he, he said freedom movement was this orchestrated event Hmm. With the British it collaborated was an adjustment on adjustment with the British. Ha. So it was basically for reality TV when there was no reality TV. And finally, Chinmayanand, a former union minister accused of rape, has gotten bail, so he goes out free. As apparently has Peter Mukherjee after four years. Yeah, there's the, no proof apparently. The court says that you can't tie him with the murder, uh, so he apparently will get bail. So that's uh, interesting development. And uh, the one thing, an ex-IPS officer was stopped by the police from addressing the Aligarh Muslim University students. Okay. Saying that it could disturb law and order. So let's start with, uh, let's just start with the Kashmir news. We can get to the Delhi polls. The Delhi polls have been keeping. So what exactly are the implications of this, Mehraj? That this act basically is used if you are a threat to the law and order or national security? So what is when it, it was... Uh when the act was enacted in 1978 by Sheikh Abdullah's government, it was meant to, it's a preventive detention act. It was meant to uh, keep s- uh, timber smugglers in jail. So there was a like rampant tim- timber smuggling at the time. So you could keep them in jail. And uh, after the militancy started, they started using it against political so this is people. unique to JNK. This is unique to JNK. Yes. So there's similar acts elsewhere. There's one in South Africa and all that. But this is unique to in India. This is unique to JNK. Hmm. Uh, so under this act, once you are arrested, uh, you are uh, for four within four weeks of the order. The order is signed by a magistrate. Basically, uh, the police they can just cook up a dossier like they have with so many people, like even small kids, minors. They just cook up a dossier. ridiculous charges something like he is disturbing law and order without specifying what that means so the magistrate obviously rubber stamps it Uh, we did a story some time ago three four months ago about how the magistrates were rubber stamping PSS left right and center Hmm. 
Once that happens, the person is detained and within four weeks of passing the order, the government has to refer the case to an advisory board. The and advisory this board consists of people from? Uh, it's government officials. Government officials, yeah. bureaucrats. And yes, yes, this advisory board has to give its recommendations within eight weeks of the order. If the board thinks there's a case for preventive detention, the government can hold the person up uh, in jail for two years without trial. So basically, now they can be in jail for two years, at least halfway through his... Uh, his his term yeah. Modi. so yeah. he can if he release them in the last year and there's disturbance then he has another issue anyway so let's start with and the, another problem is I mean usually if you are arrested and stuff you have legal rights you can get a lawyer you can challenge them in this yeah. case what happens is when a person is arrested under PSA they do not have these rights before the advisory board unless sufficient grounds can be established that the detention is illegal which and is how do you establish that exactly so you can't so it's a catch 22 yeah so uh Anand, uh, let's start with you. What is your view of this new little maneuver by the PM? Uh, why do you think he's so keen to keep these people in prison? And uh, his usage of this act from a political point of view and from a basic democratic point of view? So, uh, as far as I remember, this uh, Public Safety Act in JNK, some of the, its uh, Phrasing and the drafting has gone into the National Security Act also, which was enacted two years later in 1980. So uh, there are some legal scholars who believe that uh, its drafting was the inspiration for even NSA. Uh, there is a, a kind of vagueness about defining uh, what is against public order, and that is the prerogative of the government of the day. Now, the person who is uh, very much responsible in other parts of the country, say not in GNK, about NSA, and his assessment is say, the deputy commissioner or uh, district magistrate, whoever is in charge. So that assessment is essentially a very, you can say, very subjective. And uh, a lot of the facts that uh, he, uh, the district magistrate would take into consideration would be a, a kind of intersection or sometimes even contradictory with that state government. But most of them, uh, most of the times they are on the same page. So keeping uh, this in view, I think uh, the legal challenge to it is very slim because the, the kind of uh, discretionary powers that it gives to the officials is too used to for the um, judicial scrutiny to overrule. Second, uh, why the PM is keen or why the Home Ministry is keen to keep them in prison, uh, there are a lot of theories about it, that why they want to uh, a new generation of politics or uh, some, say, uh, some political competition to come from, say, leaders. Uh, there was uh, two months back, I read something in, in that uh, this Sarfazel was a, a kind of uh, um, proxy for Modi. Vacuum, vacuum filler. Hmm. Yeah. Vacuum filler device for the government. Now, this is all in the June of a speculation. I can't be very sure about what's the reasoning behind it. Uh, and how much disruptive power these uh, leaders have? Do they have enough popular appeal to uh, disrupt the regime that the central government has put on, in order there? I don't think uh, they have such kind of po popular clout for that. But anyway, I can only add to their speculation. No, I don't have any concrete reasons to see here. 
I see. So, Faith, what do you think? Uh, you know, point of view of the political messaging that this sends out, and is this something that is hugely significant, or you think this is just? I think it's immensely significant. If we consider the comments made by the Prime Minister on the floor of the House yesterday, where he said, you know, there were some statements made by former chief ministers that we're not comfortable, we're not okay with. Um, Remember that these are, you know, the Public Safety Act or, for that matter, Section 144, um, any of these things were emergency. And the Supreme Court has spelt it out in so many uh, words in on the 10th of January in that judgment on Kashmir, where they said that you can't continuously, you know, use, renew and use these laws to hold people in detention because these are emergency laws and you're obviously no longer in an emergency. If you join all of these dots, the suggestion that because... People are making statements in your opposition. You're going to keep them in, in uh, detention. It's actually very worrying for a democracy. Uh, whether that, you know, they're political rivals or otherwise, you're saying now, I mean, the argument initially was that these people will drive violence in the streets. I don't believe that's the argument anymore. I mean, the argument we heard yesterday was more about they disagree with us and they make statements. Now, the last we checked... Making statements is not illegal in our country. Right? Yeah, but I mean, I, I, in I, a democratic but, country, you're allowed to but make not statements. Just make statements. If you want to. So, where is the proof of imminent threat? Not or just to that. Public safety. My concern is on the in the house. Um, you know, the the prime minister said something that Omar Abdullah hasn't said. It was yeah. it first yes. appeared in the satire website. Breaking news. Omar Abdullah ji ne kaha tha ke article 370 ko hatana. ऐसा भूकंप लाएगा कि कश्मीर भारत से अलग हो जाएगा so for me that is of immense concern that you know babul supriyo made those statements where i was on the panel with him uh, amit shah in the past has said stuff in parliament that is demonstrably false apparently the budget numbers are also not adding up there's like so, there's a lot of discrepancy in but that. when the prime minister says something that is in a you know spoof website which is a headline in a satire website. So, statement that, in my view, shows the level of politics that we've actually gone into now. Basically, you can say anything and get away with it. Yeah, and um, that's actually really scary, right? Because if we consider what has happened since then, and I know you, uh, Laundry has been tracking as well. As soon as the Prime Minister said it, the BJP for India Twitter handle, the official Twitter handle, tweeted the same thing. Then it gets picked up and then it gets pushed further and further and up. Because... I mean, it's the highest office of the of the of the land that made this statement. So, actually, for ordinary citizens on the ground, then it becomes a very grey thing, right? Between what was really news and what was fake news, and what you know, where the facts actually end and where we enter the fiction sort of area. Right. Um, I suppose as journalists, this is something that should you know keep us up at night. Yeah, man. It- they don't have any such clout. If Omar Abdullah or Mahabha Mufti right now were to call for a protest, I doubt 50 people will turn up. Mm. They don't have. Mm. They were only there because they were supported by the Indian state. And the irony of this whole thing is because these structures which are now being used against them, they played a key role in building them up. Mm. The structures <laughs> of impunity. So why, yeah. are, why is... I mean, they pose absolutely no threat to, to the Indian state in Kashmir. Why is the Modi government doing it? I think two reasons. One, because they don't know anything else to do. Right. Wow, that's crazy. But I wonder, like, uh, Umar Abdullah's party, Mufti's party, they do have a cadre still though, right? They what have is a the cadre? No, I mean, they have a little I'm bit of cadre. See, in Kashmir, uh, like, there's this famous joke uh, attributed to Bakshi. So he was once asked uh, who, by Bakshi? Nehru. Bakshi? was uh, the person who took over after Sheikh Abdullah was jailed. 
Gulam Ahmed Bakshi. Okay. So he was asked by uh, Jawaharlal Nehru, how many people are with you in Kashmir? He said 40 lakh. Hmm. So he said, how many with Sheikh Abdullah? He said 40 lakh. He hmm. said, how many with somebody else? He said 40 lakh. What's the population of Kashmir? He said 40 lakh. What the hell are you talking about? He said, everybody is with everybody. So it doesn't <laughs> matter. So when the elections right. happen, I mean, you have seen reportage and everything. People usually vote... Or you go to a politician because somebody of yours is in jail and he might help them get out. Hmm. Or tomorrow if the army comes to your house and takes you away, so you have this little bit of clout where you can get out. Or you need some like bureaucratic work and done. And that's common stuff. across political leaders. Yes, exactly. So hmm. nobody goes to, I mean, there might be some people, but I mean, they're not ideologically to aligned. To find those people who actually are ideologically aligned with these people. So there are none. Basically. There are none, basically. I see. Yeah, it's quite surprising that your party heads are in jail and they, they, they've been in tension for six months now, and there's no cadre at least that comes out or says that okay, free our leader or whatever. Some. But I think we discussed this earlier. There's a fatigue that is there now in, in Kashmir in, yeah. that they're saying like, dude, like, okay, let's just move on, get over, let's see what, what happens next. But like you said, there is no future plans. Quick email. This is from Amitabh. Hi, Hafta team. I've been a subscriber for more than eight months. Since Abhidhanan mentioned a few haftas back that News Launch has actually started earning some decent cash, I think it would be apt to do video record these episodes just like NL Charcha is being done. It feels better to see everyone when they're responding to certain topics like Joe Rogan does. Secondly, I absolutely adore Ayush's journalism. Usko kahi mat jane dena. Do bring him on sometimes when he reports on some big stories. I know it would be hard to bring him on since he already does a lot of ground reporting and also appears on Reporters Without Orders. That's Arun. Thank you, Arun, for your kind words. Yes, I have told uh, Ayush that if he tries to quit news laundry, I'll have him beaten up. Uh, so I think that may work. But I don't know. Let's see. And to retain such talented journalists, it always requires money and resources. It requires so money and resources. So Therefore, please pay to keep God. news free. Go to newslaundry.com. Click on the top right-hand corner. Click on subscribe. Pay to keep news free. Because when the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers served. And before we just move on to the Delhi, sorry, last. This is a very short mail by Tej Pratap. He is also a subscriber. Tej says he listens to the podcast regularly and sub- subscribes. He'd say, I would like to know a little more about News Laundry, the organization. I have a feeling it's not just me. Other subscribers also might find value. A few sample questions. How many people work for NL? So right now, I'll just tell you. So we have 37 people working at News Laundry right now. And your other question is, um, how many fields reporters? So we have out of this, in production, that includes design, editing, and producers like Ivneet, who is the wonderful producer of this show. There are 10 people, editorial staff, which includes Manisha, Raman, Meharaj, and editors. There are 16 people. Social media, there are four people, which is headed by our wonderful Meghnad. Accounts, there are two accountants. And we have four support staff. And we have two people in business development, that's Pramay and Chitranshu. And we have our administrator, Sonu Kumar. In all? So in all, that's... 37 plus me, 38. Wow. So Teja, uh, actually, you know what, Teja, in our new website, we're going to have a page which actually makes it completely transparent about how much money we take in and how much we pay our salaries, how much goes out for travel and reports. We want to make a example in transparency. Mein. And then we will dare others that you keep your accounts. Let's see how much money from the government you get, how much money from this advertising and how much money So that is my ultimate objective. I hope I'll get there by Independence Day. If all our wonderful subscribers can even convince one or two others, uh, I'm sure we can get there. And uh, yeah, I think that would be a, a, a new uh, high for uh, transparency in journalism. 
I would just appeal to all the subscribers, do follow Faye on her social media and watch out for her announcement. And I'm sure at some stage it will depend on subscribers and advertisers and that's where you guys have to step up. And pay to keep news free just like you help us. You have to help journalists survive because only then do you save money. There is an actual article that I had posted long ago of a local newspaper dying in a town in US and that how that town was completely swindled of all its money, you know, the municipality or the equivalent because the local media died. So you cannot let media die because the amount of money you will lose then will be way more than the few hundred rupees that you will give when you subscribe. My colleague uh, Pratik, whose reports you have read, he's based out of Pune. We had, uh, you know, I wrote that piece about Kunal Kamra. Uh, what he did is something that is legit. It's a legit way of, you know, seeking accountability from the powerful and establishment. And in my view, Arnab is both. Uh, and, you know, he disagreed with me. So, uh, hi Pratik, uh, do let me know what, what is your view on this and why you disagree with my position. मुझे ये इसलिए गलत लगता है पहली बात तो जो कुनाल कामरा जो खुद मतलब जो अर्नब जिस तरीके की रिपोर्टिंग करते हैं या वो जिस तरीके जर्नलिज्म करते हैं कि वो खुद खिलाफत करते हैं लेकिन वो उन्होंने वही रवैया अपनाया जो जिसकी वो खिलाफत करते हैं और भले वो जर्नलिस्ट हो या ना हो या कोई भी हो आप किसी को जबरदस्ती नहीं कर सकते किसी को आपके अपने साथ बात करने के लिए और मतलब आई फील की दो मतलब गलत चीजें एक मतलब टू रॉन्ग मेक राइट वॉट आई बिलीव इन तो मतलब वही उन्होंने वही हरकत की है और दूसरी बात उन्होंने जहाँ पे ये हरकत की अगर समझ लीजिए आजकल भक्त तो हर हर एक के होते हैं मतलब अर्नब के भी होंगे कुनाल कामरा के भी होंगे अगर समझ लीजिए जहाज में ये बात कहीं और आगे बढ़ जाती जिस जो जहाज में कर रहे थे जिस तरीके से बात कर रहे थे अगर उनके अगल बगल वाले पैसेंजर्स होते या कोई और वो लोग भी इसमें इन्वॉल्व हो जाते और वहाँ पे एक अच्छा खासा कमोशन क्रिएट हो जाता था वो फ्लाइट सेफ्टी पे भी असर पड़ता लेकिन लेकिन सही थी और तरीके से वो बात कर रहे थे बट वो भी गलत था लेकिन पायलट ने वो तो क्लियर कर दिया ना दैट ही डिड नॉट कॉम्प्रोमाइज सेफ्टी इन एनी वे नहीं बात सेफ्टी वो कॉम्प्रोमाइज नहीं हुई वो मैं नहीं बोल रहा हूँ बट अगर हो जाती वहाँ पे अगर आप वहाँ पे अगर इस तरीके का माहौल क्रिएट हो जाता तो क्या होता तो वो जगह तो जायज नहीं थी वहाँ पे इस तरीके का झगड़ा करने की या इस तरीके की बात करने की और जब अगर वो सामने वालों को आपसे बात नहीं करनी है तो क्यों उसको आप कुनाल सामने खड़ा होके उसको प्रवोक कर रहा है बोलने के लिए तो वो हाँ तो अगर एक सेकंड तो वो अगर आप इक्विवेलेंस करें जो कुनाल कर रहा है जो रिपोर्टर ये इसके रिपोर्टर्स करते हैं रिपब्लिक के वो सेम चीज़ नहीं है मुझे लगता है यही डेंजर है जो ऑल ऑल साइडिज्म जो होता है ना कि भाई आप हर चीज़ को एक ही बकेट में डालते हैं अगर मैं अपने फॉराम में माइक पकड़ा हूँ मैंने अपने हाथ में और फॉराम से मैं आपका उठना इम्पॉसिबल कर दूँ वो अलग बात है लेकिन मैं खड़ा होकर आपको प्रवोक करूँ वो अलग बात है वो दोनों सेम चीज़ें नहीं हैं ये मुझे प्रॉब्लम है कि हर चीज जैसे रिपब्लिक के रिपोर्टर्स बिहेव करते थे जब मणिशंकर अयर को एक छोटी सी आली से निकल रहा है सामने खड़े हो गए अब या तो आप उसको धक्का दो जी, या आप निकल नहीं सकते जी, वो और ये बहुत अलग चीज है इसीलिए मैंने मैं, वो मैं, मैंने रिपब्लिक के रिपोर्टर्स तो वो जो करते हैं वो तो बहुत ही घटिया हरकत करते हैं मैं उसका तो कुछ वो बोल ही नहीं रहा हूँ लेकिन इन्होंने जो किया मैं उनका कंपेरिजन नहीं किया कि इन्होंने कम किया या ज्यादा किया 
मतलब कम बुरा और उससे ज्यादा बुरा वाली बात नहीं है मैं बस बोल रहा हूँ कि उनकी जो हरकत थी वो गलत थी और वो कितनी गलत थी उसका मैं उससे कंपेयर नहीं कर रहा कि रिपब्लिक के रिपोर्टर्स मतलब 90 परसेंट गलत करते हैं और पैंतालीस परसेंट गलत किया पचास परसेंट गलत किया मेरा बोलना बस ये है कि हरकत गलत थी उनकी तो आप समझ जिस चीज की वो खिलाफत कर रहे हैं अगर वो वही चीज करेंगे तो फिर उसका फिर फायदा क्या है लेकिन आई थिंक वो खिलाफत कुछ और चीज कर रहे हैं जब फॉर एग्जाम्पल पार्लियामेंट से ये प्रज्ञा ठाकुर निकले या कोई ये जो चिन्मयनंद जो पहले एम एल जो भी था ना वो अगर जा रहा हो और रिपोर्टर उससे वो बात ऑफकोर्स नहीं करना चाहेंगे रिपोर्टर उनसे बार बार सवाल हाँ। करे जी आप आप पर ये एलिगेशन या पे जवाब दो यू थिंक रिपोर्टर शुड नॉट डू दैट यू शुड ओनली अगर वो बात नहीं करना चाहे तो क्या आप मतलब एक पूरा एक अपना रैंट उसको रिकॉर्ड करके ट्विटर पर डाल देंगे कि ये इस तरीके का ये मुझसे बात नहीं कर रहा है और इस तरीके की हरकत कर रहा है और ये कावड है या जो भी ये तमाम चीज है मतलब ये भाग रहे हैं इससे और तो मगर वो उनसे बात नहीं करना चाहता तो नहीं करना चाहता भाई वो रिपोर्टर उससे रिक्वेस्ट कर सकता है एक बार कर सकता है दो बार कर सकता है दस बार कर सकता है वो बात नहीं करना चाहता तो फिर नहीं करना चाहता करेक्ट कोई मतलब मैं सिर्फ रिपोर्टर की बात नहीं कर रहा हूँ किसी भी व्यक्ति की बात कर रहा हूँ आप जबरदस्ती किसी को मजबूर नहीं कर सकते आपसे बात करने वो तो इज अवन ना वो तो अगर कोई बात नहीं करना नहीं करेगा लेकिन आप अपनी एक्शन किस हद तक आप बंदे को प्रवोक कर सकते फॉर एग्जाम्पल आपके साथ रॉजर एंड मी फिल्म देखी है ये जो जीएम का जो सीईओ था वो बात नहीं करना चाह रहा था मीडिया से कि भाई उसने फैक्ट्रियां बंद कर दी हजारों लोगों को निकाल दिया क्रिसमस पे और अपने और वो बात नहीं करना चाहता तो माइकल मोर उसके बिल्डिंग के सामने खड़ा होगा मेगाफोन लेके उसकी वो ए में घुस गया जी आप जवाब दो जी आपकी जवाबदेही बनती है टाउन को यू थिंक इट इज द रॉन्ग थिंग यू थिंक दैट इज इन करेक्ट जवाब वो जवाबदेही बनना एक अलग चीज है ये एक जहाज में करना अलग चीज है तो उन्होंने किया वो मतलब उन्होंने नहीं करना चाहिए और जिस जगह किया वो तो वो भी गलत थी चलो सो ओके नाउ कैन वी जस्ट स्टार्ट विदी इलेक्शन वॉट this there are too many headlines whether it is anarchist and terrorist is the same what the cop did that here's what he said saal bhar pehle jo ye kapil baisla hai aur uske pitaji jo gajay singh hai inhone aam aadmi party ko join kiya tha photograph bhi hai jo photograph aap dikha rahe hain wo photograph inke phone mein hai wo ab recover ho gaya hai then the singing by mr kejriwal which is your favorite because there are too many things please pick your favorite thing and we'll I'll discuss this quickly and then we'll just go around and let there are too many headlines but just one theme <laughs> which, <laughs> which is which is goli maro communalism no, themes firstly i think i just want to put this on place my deep sadness at this on the table i mean this is a city where we're breathing death our air quality today is unhealthy uh, which is a great air day for delhi and we haven't had any discussion on pollution i checked like through prime times we haven't had any we haven't even had pointed questions on pollution being asked of kejriwal or of manoj tiwari and i think in one of the inter- the interview where he sang hanuman chalisa i took an audience member to ask a question on pollution the journalist didn't even pose that question i think it's so third world i mean it's fucking fourth world i can't i don't think anywhere else in the world would people be so the media of course i think a large blame is to be given to the media but for people to be so careless about something this big during elections it's just disheartening but um yeah maybe we can talk about hanuman chalisa because that evoked a lot of um, reactions from critics of aap who feel ki ye to rss ka b team hai and uh, also 
Kejriwal saying that if I had the police, I would have cleared up Shaheen Bagh in no time and that they they don't have the right to inconvenience other people. And we did, uh, you know, we did also did the IAC Andolan, but we never inconvenienced anyone, which I don't know if it's true. I'm sure there would have been some inconvenience. Of course there was inconvenience with the IAC. Yeah. What's the problem with inconveniencing people? That's the whole point of a protest, <laughs> no? So, <laughs> so <laughs> what is a protest for but otherwise? But this kind of got back the focus on AAP being like just a lighter shade of saffron compared to BJP. Uh, I think I that is, I mean, this has been happening forever. I think it's an extremely facetious and a silly point which can be, one can demolish it so easily that one doesn't mm. even get into that. It's, it's, I mean, there is, so much evidence to the contrary that people who make this claim, I think, reduce the seriousness of how they should be taken. Uh, it's definitely not the R- I mean, you can criticize for a hundred other things, but to say that AAP is an RSS version is not knowing anything about any of the leaders of AAP or what their position has been historically. Uh, mm-hmm. So that, I think, is really foolish. But I definitely think the Hanuman Chalisa thing was staged. One, because rarely do you have journalists ask any follow-up questions. So when it's Modi, they never ask a follow-up question. And with maybe someone like a Kejriwal, they won't have prepared enough. So if they ask him, what did you do in the clinic? Kejriwal would give an answer and they'd move on to the next. There's never any follow-up. So I found it very strange that a journalist actually followed up saying, if you come, then tell me. And to me, that was just jarring because they never do it. So I think, I'm pretty sure that this was kind of staged. Hey, what do you think like. of the Hanuman Chalisa <laughs> singing by Arvind? I, I think it was uh, extremely disappointing to have a journalist ask that question at all. I mean, whether it was staged or not, that the credibility of that news network and the journalist went completely down the drain. I mean, what sort of a question is that to ask before an election to a prospective chief minister uh, or the current chief minister? Uh, you know, to prove your Hinduism. Effectively, mm. that was, you know, mm. what was going on. So whether it was staged because, you know, Kejriwal wanted to prove his Hinduism... Or whether I the think journalist so. was challenging him to offer that proof, I think it was kind of shitty, dude, honestly. <laughs> that, you know, uh, going by what Manisha just said, the fact is, I mean, consider uh, the air pollution in Delhi, consider the fact that uh, based on a report that the BJP has been backing a lot, that water is not of the greatest quality in Delhi, um, that you have serious issues right now of safety, of uh, so many things. Those photographs of the Yamuna that do the rounds every Chatpuja as well. Hmm. There's so much work to be done and to be asking people to prove how Hindu they are. And, you know, this, quite frankly, this has been my problem for a while since, you know, we've had this whole conversation of soft Hindutva also from this Congress. Yeah. Uh, Shashi Tharoor writes books about why he's a Hindu. It's it's a sort of race to prove I'm some sort of Hindu, right? I'm either mild or I'm, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, but some version of Hindu. Where does that leave the minority communities? So basically, you're saying that, listen, nobody's interested in you people anymore. We're just all trying to prove how Hindu we are. And there's the democracy for you, where basically it's just a race for the majority opinion and the majority vote. You're just leaving everybody else behind. That's kind of disappointing, in my in my opinion, that everybody's done it. Across the aisle, all political parties have done it to some extent. Even um, Kejriwal's family, his wife and daughter, came out and made a statement as well about... There was these, some statements about Hinduism in it. The fact that we've been brought to this point, whosever fault that is, where politicians are discussing their religion so vehemently, hmm. is disappointing to me. I think in uh, retrospect, it was a... Bad strategy from up to just abandon all these issues about CA and then just focus on 
they uh, talk about the mohalla clinics and hospitals and everything nobody is bothered about that that's partly also because the media discourse in this country is driven by what the bjp does and also uh, not just driven by i mean they just set the agenda right i mean they work in cohorts right now so that is also part of it but the this this i think was a mistake from up not to focus on these issues also they have not only alienated i don't know how the elections will obviously shape mm. up how people will vote whether they have a choice or not but they have not only alienated the like the muslims and the minorities i'm if the you are competing for the hardcore hindu vote with the bjp you are not going to get that right. because that bjp has a monopoly on that i think um i'm not sure i'm just saying that ajwani guy um is not really you know someone who i think will fix anything in favor of kejriwal okay the organization he works for b i've been seeing his reportage over the years even before this when he used to be at star you know about religiosity becoming a political kind of space i'm uh, entering that political space it's not something that is to my taste but like for example when people like hartosh or they you know they have very absolute takes and as a journalist you should that should be your expectation so i mean that you're doing as a critic you're an you're a journalistic ideologue because even journalism should have an ideology where you stick to fundamentals but if you are to take it as a conversation i don't think anyone who seriously has looked at elections the world over and not just in india would consider religiosity not political it is was and will be now to what extent do you use that do you position yourself as an atheist which like many commentators in the us said they believed obama was an atheist their interaction with him he seemed atheist but when he became president he had to be god bless the united states i think religiosity is a part of politics and people will embrace it to what extent they embrace it is depending on you know how they want to position themselves so a the expectation of rejecting that is in my view an unrealistic expectation so it is actually a waste of time b him singing the hanuman chalisa i don't think it is a trying to attract the you know the hindutva vote it is trying to convince the hindus who may want to vote for him because there are many even his ad campaign you see ab bjp ko chhodo mat bas mujhe vote de do you stay with your party because i will give you bijli pani them not commenting on caa nrc is obviously very deliberate because that is a polarized the bjp has won an election in up by polarizing it completely that is all that they do I would like to remind you that on the 15th of February on Saturday at 3 p.m. at Bedlam at Horsecast Village, we will be recording a live hafta. There will be us, of course, and we'll figure who the guest will be. So it's uh, please come join us for tea and coffee and chat with us, ask us questions. But it's only open to subscribers, so you have to be a subscriber and register before you come. Uh, and pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served. And advertise pay, advertise served. Do recommend our podcast to others. Give us a high rating, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, whether it's iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever it is. Write to us at contact at newslawny dot com. I repeat, contact at newslawny dot com with your suggestions and feedback, and you can leave your abuse on Mehraj and Manisha's Twitter timeline. Thank you, panel. Thank you for joining me. Until next week, go out. Thank you. Bye bye.
all of you listening in uh the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers served thank you goodbye all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.